is the Music Vibes Podcast, sponsored by Neat 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 Records and Music, located at 1836 South Calhoun Street in downtown Fort Wayne. Neat 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 stocks LPs and CDs across all genres and is an authorized dealer of Ortofone, Audio-Technica, Emotiva, Wharfdale, Project, and more. Please visit neatneatneatrecords.com for more information. This is Music Vibes Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing. And go ahead and scroll on down. Leave us a review. Let us know what you guys are thinking. I'm your host, DC Hendricks, along with my man, producer Cleveland. How you doing, man? Not too bad. Uh, finally gave that CD you were telling me about a shot. Took a long which, which time. One, which one's that? Wallows. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> Wallow's album, Nothing Happens. Okay. Um, you've been talking about it, I mean, since it came out. You've been a fan Pretty since, much. since the beginning. That's right. Um, so I finally gave it a fair listen, mm-hmm. and I can say I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Thoroughly. All right. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's the topic for this week. So usually what we do on this podcast, and before we even get started, though, be sure to follow us on Twitter, which has been up on Twitter, but Music Vibes Pod. You can follow us. You can like us on Facebook as well. Music Vibes Podcast on Facebook and also on Instagram. Music Vibes Pod. So you'll find us as long as you search that. All social media. So, yeah, that's our topic for this week. And what we do on this podcast, if you are a new listener, is we either celebrate classics or create new ones. And for this week and something we're going to start doing a little bit more often as we trying to, you know, try to take the next step with this podcast. And my producer, Cleveland, try to start talking more new music. Uh, music obviously will never die and there's always going to be new people to listen to so that's something we're going to try to focus a little bit more on uh, there's there's always an album to go over for an album anniversary i know last week we did the 30 year for dr feelgood on motley crew but there's always going to be new music to talk about and i want to start that here on this podcast and my personal favorite band right now an up-and-coming band these are young guys i think all, i think they're all 21 now but They've been in the music business uh, for a few years now, and I think they're growing and they're finally starting to get the notoriety they deserve. But my current favorite band, I would say they're a pop rock band. Um, I would say that would be their genre, kind of indie rock, indie pop, you know, kind of those same genres. But Wallows, their name is Wallows. And in case you don't know who they are, lead singer Dylan Minnette was actually an actor on the TV show. 13 Reasons Why on there Netflix. that Netflix love again. Netflix love, man. Got to give some Netflix <laughs> love. They need to start paying. When we need some we need some advertisement. We mentioned Netflix too much on here. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Dylan Minnette is the lead actor in that as well as Clay in 13 Reasons Why. Um, and he's the lead singer. And you also have Brayden LaMasters, who is also, he plays the guitar and is also a vocalist that is in Wallows. And then in the drummer, you have Cole Preston. So that is Wallows. We introduce you today to Wallows. Now, you told me you finally listened to their debut album, Nothing Happens, and you said you thoroughly enjoyed it. So what what did you like about the new album? Yeah, all in all, just a real mellow sound. Um, One of the genres they fit in, they call it bedroom pop, and it's one of my favorite genres. And uh, there's bands like uh, Boy Pablo and Cuco who Ah. fit under that same that same genre so anything like that i'm always down to listen to and just vibe to i've been bugging you to listen to them for the longest so i'm glad if anyone's listening you don't know how much progress it take it took for him <laughs> to actually finally give them a listen he's like man this you are always talking about them 
and I finally got them to listen. So Nothing Happens is their debut album, but that is not how I heard of Wallows. And I'm actually going to be joined by a guest here in just a few minutes, uh, both both producer Cleveland and myself are going to be joined by a guest. She writes for Cleveland.com, and she just interviewed Braden LeMasters of Wallows as well, and she's going to be joining us here. Her name is Annie Nikoloff, and she's going to be joining us here to kind of talk about Wallows. She is also... Uh, fan of Wallows. I, yeah, we're going to have some fun digging into Wallows a little bit. And just, just to kind of introduce, other than just telling you who the the band consists of. And Wallows is an American rock band based in L.A. Um, the band began releasing songs independently back in April of 2017, starting with their single, Pleaser. Um, and I think that ended up reaching number two. Yeah, it did. Number two on the Spotify Global Viral 50 chart which is huge, especially for at that point. I think these guys were like 19, 20 years old. So that's amazing. Um, and the viral 50 chart on Spotify. I'm a big, big Spotify guy. As a matter of fact, I think Music Vibes is going to be spreading out to the streaming services as well. We'll have to see if it's either Spotify or Apple Music. Still, what, what would Apple be your love. vote? I, I love for Apple. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm going but Spotify, if the, if man. The, if the fans want Spotify. Well, the thing is, if we get Spotify, we could have playlists. And that makes it... You can do that in Apple, but I feel like Spotify is bigger for the playlist, like Viral 50. Like you go to like if you go to Wikipedia pages, does it show anything about an Apple Music playlist in there? Probably not. It does I not. I, I Spotify, <laughs> though. I'm telling you. So, yeah, we're talking Wallows today. But, yeah, they've so far and they're just getting started. And that's why I kind of wanted to highlight them. But they the first record from them that I heard going back to. 2018 just last year april 6th they released a debut ep called spring ep fantastic i played that a little bit uh before we started recording here so producer cleveland what did you think of the ep i mean that's over a year ago so you have that and then you have nothing happens so what do you think of their progression you know yeah it it still has that uh driving you know uh rock bass with uh um just mellow just the mellow uh music and um melodic uh vocals to it um it seems like it's consistent from album to album but they're still pushing to um make better music and just just actually released we just recorded this podcast but just this last week they just released two new songs which came out of nowhere this past friday um, they just ended up releasing two new songs, kind of like a little fall mix. It looks like that Wallows just released. But, yeah, they just released two songs called Trust Fall and Just Like a Movie. And we'll give you a nice little sample of those as well. Before we get into Annie, who's going to be joining us, as I mentioned, to talk Wallows. Just one last thought, because producer Cleveland, I know you listen to a lot of the newer music, probably more than me. And it's weird because we're like we're close to the same age. But like all the music I listen to, don't ask me why, man. I, I just... <laughs> 
I personally usually enjoy older music more. And yeah. I know you, you you like the older music, but I think we both can agree that you listen to more new music than yeah, I do. Yeah, and there's so much new music out there now. Um, trying to find uh, things that you enjoy um, or that anyone enjoys can be a little tough because there's so much. But um, once you dig deep and listen to a lot of bands, it's really rewarding once you find them and you, yeah start to enjoy a lot of the music of today yeah and this is something like i said i I credit you for this you know we're starting to highlight newer bands and i credit you for this because this is something that you've been wanting to try um kind of get into the newer music and so like i said it's something i've been wanting to try as well um and why not start with wallows yeah and like you say celebrating classics and creating um and enjoying the new ones um a lot of the old music really built everything that we listen to today i mean from like everything you hear from a guitar everything you hear from drums it's all just progresses to what we're what we're listening to today so that's why i just enjoy everything from now from way back when and just enjoying it all as a whole yeah and with wallows that's part of what what i enjoy with them is a lot a lot of their music to me has that older sound in it and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more in detail with annie Who's going to be joining us? But yeah, I feel like Wallows has that factor where they have some of that, you know, the older vibes, the older rock vibes. There's even one song that, and I know bands hate these comparisons. It's not really a comparison, but if you are a fan of like, let's say, let's say like the White Album by the Beatles, like there, there is a sound in there that, in my opinion, I hear that on a couple of songs with Wallows. They have different ranges. And obviously, it sounds different when you have Dylan singing and when you have Braden singing. I feel like they really complement each other really well as lead singers. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk Wallows and let's kind of dig into why we decided to highlight Wallows as one of our new bands and new vibes to check out here on the Music Vibes podcast. Hey, uh, this is Annie Nicholas. Hey, how's it going? Annie is DC. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome here. So we're scheduled to talk some wallows today. So I know you were a little bit under the weather earlier this week. How are you feeling today? Feeling a little bit better? I'm doing all right. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> Absolutely no problem. Yeah, so before we even get started on wallows, I got to start off to pretty much our first introduction to following each other on Twitter. So uh, what's what's the big plans for Halloween? You still dressing up? I am, yes. I'm dressing up like a Napoleon Dynamite character. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. so I seen. So, what was it? Uncle Rico and Napoleon. Who? Who? What exactly is going on with the dress up? Oh, I'm gonna be uh, Rex Kondo, the karate instructor that right. uh, Kip goes to class. And uh, my boyfriend, he was going to dress up like Uncle Rico, but I convinced him to be Kip so that <laughs> we can reenact that scene. <laughs> In the movie, I, I think it'll be it'll be pretty good. That is hilarious. If you can, please get that on video. That would be hilarious. So, <laughs> absolutely, um, that's awesome. Yes, Annie Nikoloff from Cleveland dot com joining us here. Um, we're talking Wallows today, though. So let's go ahead and get started in the Wallows. So, how were you introduced to this nice up and coming alt pop rock whatever? I, don't, I still don't know exactly what genre they are. But how <laughs> how'd you how'd you get introduced to Wallows? Yeah, uh, one of my friends actually posted one of their songs on Instagram, um, and I was like, oh, like that's sort of an interesting album cover. It was this year. It was when their album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they popped up on one of my recommended playlists on Spotify. I think the first song that I heard by them was Are You Bored Yet? Mm-hmm. And it was just such a jam, and I immediately got into them. So, yeah, 
kind of late to the game, I guess, since they did release their EP last year. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I got introduced to them was their spring EP that they released last year. Now, um, obviously, most people know Dylan Minnette from the show 13 Reasons Why, and that's kind of how a lot of people got introduced to them. So have you got to hear spring EP yet? I did listen to it. I listened to it just a couple of days ago, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. It's a lot chiller than Nothing Happens. Um, a lot more, like, laid-back vibes on that. Yeah, and then, so, like, if you were to compare, so I, I made the joke, like, I don't know what genre they are, but if you were to compare them to someone that they may sound like, so this is a greatest hit station that we are on, so, like, maybe a classic band or even a newer band, whichever you prefer, um, if you were to compare Wallows to another band, who would it be? Yeah, totally. Um, I think, like, in terms of newer bands, I, I hear a lot of, like, Coin and Always, Generationals, uh, Junior, Junior, and even some Beirut on some of their EP stuff. Mm. Um, but I also hear like this new wave revival in some of their music. Like when I was listening, I heard some of New Order and The Cure. So I think that it, they definitely appeal to like all generations of listeners. Yeah, I actually got so you didn't get to go to the show in Cleveland the other day, huh? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, well, at least you're feeling a little bit better now. That's always good. So I did end up getting to check them out just a couple of days later. They were in Indy, actually, earlier this week. Got to check them out in Indianapolis at the old National Center uh, Deluxe in Indianapolis. And this is the second time I've actually got to see them this year. I got to see them at Mo Pop earlier this year oh, up sweet. in Detroit. Yeah, so this is the second time. So at this point, I'm an obsessed fan. Um, but <laughs> but no, I, ju I just really love their music. I think they sound really good. And you also, um, so you talked about Nothing Happens was the first album and the way you got introduced to Wallow. So what were your overall thoughts of the album, favorite songs and moments from Nothing Happens? Oh, definitely. Um, I, I think that album is just so much fun. It's just so high energy all the way through. I love the song, Are You Bored Yet? I'm still thinking, let's pretend to fall asleep now When we get old, will we regret this? Too young to think about all that shit And stalling only goes so far when you've got a head start Cause we can stay at home or watch the sunset But I get up from asking, are you a boy again? And if you're feeling lonely, you should tell me my favorite song on the album though is treacherous doctor like i love how dark the lyrical content of that song is it's like about death and aging but it's like easily the biggest bop on the whole album Love and dreams and life in your twenties Nothing much to live forward to I get up and cry on vacation Is this the way to exit my I just love the contrast between the summery guitar and the super dark lyrical content I, I don't know, I just love songs like that um, and it's just this idea of someone trying to stay upbeat and trying to enjoy their youth, but they're constantly reminded of these really depressing ideas. Mm -hmm. Something about that. I just, I love songs that do that. 
Yeah, so in terms of the album altogether, now I know Spring P was only a few songs. Um, I think it was six altogether, but Nothing Happens was obviously their debut album, a little bit longer, got a little bit more introduced to the band. So other than Are You Bored Yet, what are some other ones that you really enjoyed? Because I have multiple, and the ones I enjoyed, I guess I'll go first. I mean, I enjoyed, um, I actually enjoyed the beginning of it, you know, the way they get started in Nothing Happens. I love the opening track, Only Friend. I love how that, and that pretty much leads in. I, th- I feel like that leads perfectly into treacherous doctor and then you have sidelines i love that now the one that i'm not big on but i've noticed that a lot of the fans the typical fans of wallows are big fans of and at least from live shows it's very crowd participant but scrawny Catchy. You don't like that one? <laughs> it's it's really it's really catchy. Um, I give them that. It's a catchy. It's a nice catchy tune. Um, but I just haven't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not scrawny. I'm fat. So like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I, I don't know if I. Maybe it's because I can't relate. I don't know. But it, it's it's a catchy tune though. I really like in the video. Have you got to see the video? I love the video and the way uh, Dylan Minnette's boxing with some big guy. Um, obviously uh dylan is not big so like it's it's kind of a funny scene but that's one that i haven't grown up but i love the beginning of the album altogether. i like i said i love only friend and a treacherous doctor and then kind of later on i love ice cold pool um i just love the vibes on that one and then one of my favorites that's grown on me since it's been released is remember when that's one that at first i was like i don't know and then i think you know a few months later because nothing happens was actually released all the way back in march which is crazy. That seems like forever ago. Um, so like over the months though, remember when has really grown on me. So for you, other than, are you bored yet? And I assume you like scrawny after your reaction. Um, so what are, (laughs) what are, what are some of your other personal favorites? Yeah, I do love scrawny and I got to say like the music video for that. Cause I watched 13 reasons why, and I know that's kind of a controversial show, but I'm kind of addicted to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like, Dylan the Nets character in that music video is so different from his character on 13 Reasons Why. I'm like, I, I want to know what he's like in real life because, like, as an actor, he's just totally polar opposites in these two representations. <laughs> but I think that song is just so much fun about, like, insecurities and kind of a little bit childish. Um, I actually, one song that grew on me recently was Do Not Wait. It's the final song on the album. song it's like six six and a half minutes and it's where the title of the album comes from nothing happens Mm -hmm. and i just think that that's like such a great like fade out for the whole album it like slows things down again it was just like a really beautiful song i thought 
Um, and Remember When, that was one of the earliest songs I heard by Wallows, and I also enjoy that song quite a bit. So <laughs> I think we're in agreement except for Scrawny. I do, I do still <laughs> like that song. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I think it's one that, and I, I know it's probably bad not to, it's probably bad to listen to this song with kids in the car, but I'm listening to Wallows and the song comes on. My kids love it. They're just like, can you play Scrawny? Can you play Scrawny? I'm like, I don't know if I want you singing the chorus, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's very catchy, and I, I think that's what they were aiming for. You have to have one of those, you know, on an album, especially a debut one. Got to have something catchy, and for the live shows, like I said, it's something where the the fans can all join in and, and you know and sing the lyrics out loud. And I noticed that in indie, like the the Mo Pop Festival, when you go to festivals, it's kind of a different crowd. They're not all there to see certain bands, so it's kind of a di- it's like a mixture. You know, there's there's some Wallows fans, and then there's some that are just there to enjoy the show. There's some there just because Dylan. Man- from 13 reasons why so like there's a there's a mixture but at the wallows only show i was blown away by the crowd participation in scrawny so maybe you know maybe i'll change my mind after that because i was kind of blown away (laughs) by that um so in terms of moments though i know i wanted to talk about moments and i'm what i mean by moments from the album is obviously there are two lead singers dylan manette doesn't sing lead on every single song a matter of fact a lot of them he takes turns with brayden lamasters and we'll get into you got to interview him and we'll get into that in just a second but so both of them share lead you know lead vocals on different songs so in terms of favorite moments if you were to kind of you know kind of categorize those what are some of your personal favorite moments if it's you know either a so a guitar solo or even you know lyrics from one of those guys what would be some of your special moments from nothing happens i gotta say yeah i think my favorite overall moment that i've just latched on to recently is the ending of do not wait mm-hmm. and i think it's kind of a back and forth between dylan and Brayden, mm-hmm. where like it's sort of a spoken word where he's like talking in between. I think it's Brayden is singing and Cole is talking. I might be mixing it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Brayden is talking and yeah. Dylan is. Oh, you know what I mean. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, but I really like just like where they're talking, saying like something you'll always remember. Remember, never hurt you to talk to them though. When shit gets hard, don't worry about me. In between singing. Um, and also, like, earlier when they're saying just nothing happens, nothing happens, like, over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, I just think that's such a great tieback to the, you know, again, like, the title of the whole album and, like, just the vibe of it is really great. A great fade out for the entire thing. Yeah, and we had to play a nice little sample of that as, to give to give the listeners a little bit better of a feel of what you were talking about. Yeah, Do Not Wait is definitely one. And they actually started with that. The show in Indy, they start, that was the first song they played. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so I th- I love that. I-, I thought that was a great, which is, I mean, it's the last song on the album, but I thought it was really interesting that they started the show with it. An absolute bang. Um, and, you know, we kind of mentioned, you know, the spring EP and then nothing happens. How much have you think they've grown since then? And what did you think of their sound change? You mentioned earlier that, you know, spring EP was a little bit, you know, more chill vibes, which is what I typically enjoy, but nothing happens was a little bit more rock. So, like, what did you think of their growth in terms of, you know, from spring EP? that was just last year all the way to their debut album nothing happens this year yeah it just felt like they had uh obviously like more production on the songs i think you know you had some acoustic flair in spring ep like my favorite song on the spring ep was uh it was a 1980s horror film yes so my favorite song <laughs> on spring ep was 1980s horror film um and i just love like how stripped down that song was compared to their other stuff but i think like as they've continued producing music, it's just become more produced, more rock-heavy, and also just a lot more energetic and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, just all the way through, nothing happens. It's just so much fun. 
uh, so much energy. I think that's really the direction they're heading in. Yeah, and uh, I seen the vid. I like the video version. I don't know if you got to see the video of 1980s horror film, but a little bit different than the album version. A little bit. I think they went. They tried to go obviously 80s vibe because that's what the song's called. But um, if you haven't got to check out the video for that yet, definitely check it out because the the video version, in my opinion, was a little bit better than the album version. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one. And I. Um, yeah, I think their growth from Spring EP to Nothing Happens just shows their versatility. I feel like Spring EP, I feel like that was a little bit more, uh, pop rock and then Nothing Happens shows that they can, they can rock out a little bit. They had some, some great moments in there where I was like, wow, this is fantastic guitar, which is mostly Braden, uh, playing the guitar and you got Cole on the drums mostly. So you got to talk to Braden. You got to interview him kind of to promote the, the show in Cleveland, Ohio, where you're from. And I think he has some Ohio roots as well. So what did you guys talk about in your interview with Braden? That's up at cleveland.com. Yeah. Uh, so Braden grew up in Warren, Ohio. I mean, only until he was nine years old, because then he moved to Los Angeles. Uh, but when he was growing up in Warren, um, he was like really influenced by his dad, who was an area musician. He was in a few local bands. And we just talked about, like, those early years in Northeast Ohio, mm-hmm. um, how those influenced him. And it turned out they, like, influenced him quite a bit. I mean, he's only 23 years old, so he's still a pretty young musician. Um, and once he moved out to L.A., he, like, immediately pretty much met up with Dylan and Cole and started doing Wallows. So to think, like, yeah, they've only been putting out music for the past year and a half, but they've all known each other for the past decade. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um And we talked about, like, his influences and kind of what it's like to be an actor and a musician. I feel like that's a really interesting dynamic. Um, And that's also just a really hectic lifestyle. But I guess they're dealing with it because all three members of the band are actors. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Dylan is the most well-known right now because of 13 Reasons Why. But Cole has been in a lot of shows growing up. Um, Everybody's been acting since they were really young. Mm-hmm. and yeah i mean like a great northeast ohio tie and he came back to cleveland he said a lot of his family was at the show um which i think is so cute whenever that happens <laughs> unfortunately i couldn't be there i really wish i could have but um yeah that's pretty much what we talked about yeah i mean fortunately they're all these guys are young and look like they'll stay together for a while so i'm sure they'll be back to cleveland yeah i, I actually didn't know that cole was an actor until i seen your interview um so i, I knew that brayden was an actor and obviously Dylan, but yeah, that's, that's why you got to check out the interview folks. Um, yeah, but make sure, make sure to check it out at cleveland.com. And also I wanted to talk about this as well. So I, we kind of talked about their growth. I feel like they've grown so much in just a couple of years. Um, you know, pretty much since I know pleaser was their very first song that was released. I know that was a few years ago, but I think they're starting to really grow. You have, you know, people like billboard and rolling stone. And so like everyone's starting to post their music, everyone's starting to share it, but what do you think they can go from here? Now they've already grown up to over 2 million subscribers on Spotify. So like, where can they grow, go from here and to grow even more and become even a bigger band than they are right now in 2000? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, knowing that they're actors and members of a band, I think that I'm interested to see, like, how that kind of exposure will affect Wallows. Like, as Dylan continues to be on 13 Reasons Why, as other opportunities open doors for these actors, like, on that side of things, how that's going to affect them musically. But I think on the end of music, I hope that they kind of slow down a little bit because they've been so rapid fire with their releases in the past couple of years. It's just so hectic. I hope that they take their time on another release. And when I talked to Brayden, he said, like, they're going to release something next year. It's not going to be an album. I would probably anticipate some new singles or an EP. 
so we can expect that. I think they'll take their time on it. And also, I think one thing that they can do, I think if Old Town Road has taught us anything, it's that collaborations <laughs> are the key to success right now in music. <laughs> and, you know, you saw that with their collaboration with Sparrow. I think, like, if they can collaborate with more, like, interesting indie rock and indie pop stars, that would really give them great exposure and just create these great songs. I think, you know, that song they did with Clara was awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you bored yet? And I think, like, if they do more things like that, get more voices involved in the band, I think that would be a great way to keep going up. I like that. I like that. So before I let you go, I have to promote this as well. So you guys have the Listen Up newsletter. Go ahead and tell us about that. Yeah, so Listen Up Cleveland is a Northeast Ohio-based newsletter that we put out every week on Thursday morning. So if you're interested in learning more about Cleveland music or concerts happening in Northeast Ohio or just interesting features about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is located here in Cleveland, uh, you can subscribe to that on cleveland.com. Absolutely love it, Annie. Thank you so much for joining us today to talk some wallows. I look forward to seeing your work. And I, like I said, please get a video of that. I would love to see <laughs> the Halloween costumes and you guys reenacting fantastic scene between Kip and Rex Kwando. All right. Let's keep in touch. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Fantastic stuff. Thanks so much to Annie Nicolau from Cleveland.com joining us here early to kind of talk about wallows, introduce them a little bit. But now we're going to dig into their debut album just a little bit more. So there's this album review up and it's actually the first album review that comes up when you search wallows nothing happens album review so first one that comes up and it's at getalternative.com and we have olivia keesling who is joining us now still talking wallows here uh just kind of introducing them to the listeners and you have this fantastic review up at getalternative.com on the debut album by wallows nothing happens so let's kind of use that as our basis of conversation i mean you wrote about it so let's talk about it um so perfect well thank you first of all for saying that it's wonderful i really appreciate that (laughs) no problem yeah i really enjoyed it and it was good to get a perspective on it from a website that i look forward to pretty often get alternative is one of my go-to websites so it just made sense you know what i hit up the editors i hit up the editors was like hey do you you have any idea who wrote this you can help me out so i can have them on the show and they're like yep i i got a olivia ready for you so i hit you up (laughs) so uh let's do it let's talk wallows nothing happens so i gotta ask because i asked earlier i had annie from cleveland.com she was on and i asked her the same thing i'm gonna ask you how were you introduced to wallows when was the first time you heard them and the first song, how were you introduced to Wallows? All right. So I'm sure, like, a lot of people, it was kind of back when, like, I think 2017 when, like, 13 Reasons Why first came out. And, of course, Dylan Minnette is the star of that and also the lead vocalist of Wallows. And I was like, I've never, I had no idea that this dude made music. I'm going to listen to it, check it out for fun. Maybe it sucks. Maybe it's all right. But... <laughs> I'll check it out. And I know that at the time they were promoting uh, Pleaser because it was about to come out and they were doing the kind of rebrand from the Narwhals into Wallows. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm digging like the film photo cover. It looks pretty cool. So like, I'll give it a listen. And I listened to it and I was very pleasantly surprised in the sound that I found. I was like, okay, this isn't what I expected from someone who's like extremely connected in the industry. It's a little bit different. And I really, really enjoyed it, and I like looked forward to it since. And I think that throughout 2017 was when they were just kind of randomly dropping little singles here and there. But they like mm-hmm. gradually got more put into my music library, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow these people. I'm into what they're sounding like, and I'm into the kind of aesthetic, I guess, that they're trying to put on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and they kind of go into, so have you had a chance to hear the Spring EP? Did you get to hear that before you listened to Nothing Happens, the debut album? Yeah, I listened to the Spring EP when it came out. I've been, like, following them pretty closely since they first, like, rebranded as Wallows. And the Spring EP, to me, it was a very nice, introduction but i definitely don't love it as much as much as i do love nothing happens because i don't know it just felt a little bit slower not as upbeat and fun as i felt that the group could be but i did get to hear some of the songs live before they came out because i saw them back in march of 2018 and i was excited for it but there was nothing that like on that ep that compared to the feeling that either the singles before gave me or that nothing happens has given me since then yeah, so I actually enjoyed just a personal opinion. I enjoyed Springy P yeah. a little bit more. Um, really? The, yeah, okay. the, yeah. The debut album, I do agree, gives you more of a sense of who Wallows is. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. It definitely tells you more who they are. But Springy P, I just think, and it's shorter. Obviously, it's only six songs, so like, there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of basis on it. But I personally enjoy um, some of the slower, you know, the laid back vibes that they had on that one. It's only right. Is actually my favorite Wallow song to this day um, from, okay. the, from the Spring EP. So while while I agree that nothing happens, we're going to get into that. Obviously, you get into review um, from the debut album. But yeah, Spring EP just uh, probably a little bit biased, too, because that was my introduction to them. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'm a little biased <laughs> in that sense. But I get that. So, yeah, so let's go ahead and let's get into the debut album, Nothing Happens. But I got to start off. So have you got to see them yet in this year in 2019 live yet? No, I have not. I haven't seen them since 2018, like back when they only had singles out before spring, like the spring EP even came out. And I am so sad that I have had to miss (laughs) every show that they've come near me for because I want to see some of these moments live so badly because they look like so much fun. Have you? Yeah, so at this point, oh I, I, I joked earlier um, that I'm at this point an obsessive fan. So I've seen <laughs> them. I've seen them twice this year. I seen. Okay. Them, I seen them at Mopop in Detroit earlier this year in July, and I actually just seen them earlier this week on Monday. I seen them in Indianapolis um, at the old the National Emo Center. Drive? Yeah, so up in Indianapolis, that's where I live in Indiana. Um, so okay. I I went through all extra strengths to make sure that I was able to go to that show. Um, so I highly advise you to check out this tour if you have a chance to. Please do. It, it was phenomenal, and obviously, seeing a live, seeing a band live, um, is a lot different. You know, when it's just them and they're the headliner, as opposed to mm-hmm. a festival. Because obviously, a festival, you have all kinds of different fans. You have people that aren't there to see them. You have people that, um, you know, they're just there to see Dylan. So, like, there's a there's a mixture right. of different fans. But if you get around Wallows fans, it's absolutely crazy. So, I highly advise you to check out a show. I think you'll love it because you sound like a fan like I am. So, I think you'll really enjoy. No, I absolutely it. agree, and I know that. Remo Drive also puts on a great show, and I'm glad that you got to see them because I've seen them before. Oh, nice. And they're a little bit more of, like, the music that I normally gravitate to. So I was really excited to see, like, the pairing of Wallows and Remo Drive. It's a little bit different, but it's definitely something that gets a large crowd. So Yeah, it was packed. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. and they do, obviously, that's the Nothing Happens tour. So they pretty much do that entire album. Um, As a matter of fact, I I don't think they missed a song 
from what really? I recall. Really? That's intriguing. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I think they did every single song from the album, if I recall. That's wild. They'll correct me if not, but I remember, I mean, they did Ice Cold Pool, they did Only Friend, Treasures, they did all of it, from what I remember. So, um, check it out. Nice little teaser there for you. So, let's go ahead and get into the yeah, album. absolutely. Let's get into the album, your album review. So, your first time hearing it. How did you feel after hearing this album in its entirety the first time? Because obviously the review, I imagine you, you know, you go about and you can go into that as well. Your process of doing album reviews. So exactly how did you approach this album? Nothing happens with your review. Well, for um, nothing happens. This was my first album review that I actually like published on a site that wasn't just like my own or a personal thing. So like I definitely put a lot of listen time behind it um it was definitely on repeat for a few weeks after or not a few weeks but just straight after it released for a while but my process with album reviews is i'm personally someone who is like a car music listener like that's my prime place where i listen to music i put the windows down and i just drive and i'll Mm -hmm. listen to it and that's how i kind of take in an album and that's what i did with nothing happens and I think that that is the perfect way to take in the album, especially in, like, the springtime when it came out. It was sunny outside, and I got to just drive through the streets of my town and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And it hit me really hard because one of the things that most intrigued me about the album is that there are such incredible, like, transitions in the way that it loops over and over again, like from uh, Do Not Wait back into Only Friend at the very end is, like, Mm -hmm one of my favorite things that an album can do because I think that it's honestly very smart on the part of the band because it makes the re-listen like extremely easy and you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And two, it's just, I don't know, it just makes it feel like a very complete project to me. And it was something that I wasn't really expecting from a band, I don't know, like signed to Atlanta Records. And I know that that's a little bit more of a pretentious take to have, but... Mm -hmm. They're a little bit different for such a big, like, record label, and I really enjoyed it. But there were, like, some moments, like, I'm full and remember when that, like, really, really hit me when I first heard it. And (laughs) it was just, I'm a big sucker for, like, that (laughs) blowout and then the pullback that they have on things like Treacherous Doctor and I'm Full. And I loved seeing that and hearing that just redone over and over and over again on the album, even if it does get a little bit repetitive. But... I just, I don't know, it hit me really hard, and I was like, this is the perfect kind of adolescence into adulthood type of of coming-of-age album. Like, I think that I might have even said in my review, like, it feels kind of like it would soundtrack an A24 movie. And (laughs) it's like just a rose-colored tank. Like, it's looking looking at that transitional phase through kind of a rose-colored sound if you will. To go into the sequencing of the album, obviously, I think, in my opinion, starts off, I would say, high energy. Um, You start off Mm -hmm. uh, with Only Friends. Same 
And then it kind of slows down with Are You Bored Yet a little bit. Um, so what did you think? And we can kind of lay out this, like, kind of go through the outline of your review here. Just kind of start off with the things you enjoyed, kind of go into some of the things that maybe they could have done a little bit different with this album, which isn't a lot, in my opinion. I thought it was phenomenal. But we can get into that and then where they go from here. So let's start with what you really enjoyed, some some key moments that you really enjoyed. So earlier, I really focused on Spring EP with Annie, who was on earlier. I focused on Spring EP and just a couple of songs she enjoyed. But with you, you got this review. So I go a little bit deeper into this album in particular. So in terms of moments and songs that you enjoyed from Nothing Happens, what would those be and why? Okay. Well, my top favorite of the whole album is definitely I'm Full. Um, My other favorites are Treacherous Doctor and What You Like and Remember When. And they kind of all have that same sort of super upbeat, super uh, just powerful sound behind them. And they all do kind of do that like blowout, pullback technique to like keep the listener intrigued in it. And I love that about it. But um, one of my favorite moments is probably the... I'm a sucker for uh, Brayden. Brayden's vocals <laughs> kind of stick out to me a little bit more than Dylan's do. Yep. And so I do love Treacherous Doctor for that, getting to focus on Brayden's vocals, because they do run like at a little bit of a higher range, yep. and it's like a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more easy to like sense a like, type of emotion in the higher register that like sometimes... Dylan's voice can like cloud over a little bit. So I love the moments that we get to hear of Brayden. And I think that it's really unique how they incorporate the different kind of synthy tones and the keys that happen even in um, Are You Bored Yet or Scrawny. I think that it's, that was a really cool choice for them to use um, for especially singles. But let's see what else is a moment that I love. So first, first of all, though, just to kind of so we yeah. we definitely agree, um, which is really refreshing. It's almost like I'm talking to myself. So we both Good. we basically agree on Braden's voice sticking out a little bit more. I definitely feel the same way. Um, but I also have realized, and you kind of pointed this out as well. I love the back and forth of like, you know, usually Braden will start off with the first, with the first verse and then Dylan will come in with the second. I really Mm -hmm. like, I feel, I really have come to enjoy those songs more than the ones with just, you know, just Braden or just, just Dylan on the song. So I, I think we have come to agreement on that. Um, but I definitely agree. I absolutely agree. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) it's a little bit more unique and like attention grabbing than Dylan's is not that Dylan has a bad voice at right, all. Absolutely. Incredible. But yeah, like, it's just, I remember the first time when I heard, um, 1980 horror film from the yeah. EP. that was probably my favorite track off of that one, yes. which is just a very slow, chill sleeper track with just Braden's vocals. And I was like, okay, this is a sound that I really, really like to hear from wallows that kind of lo-fi type of still, bumped up but it still keeps it a little bit subdued i don't know brayden's <laughs> voice is just like super interesting to me and the dude sounds the same when you talk to him so. that's true that's true yeah he was um he was talking at the show and he sounds exactly the same so have you seen the video to 80s 1980s horror film have you seen the video yes i have it's very classically goofy <laughs> wallows and i don't know i do love all of their music videos that they've put out and i think that it 
kind of matches the same aesthetic that they're trying to go through. Because I know that Dylan and everyone always talked about how, um, like, the Smiths were a big inspiration for their sound and things like that. And you can see that when they cover, like, this charming man and stuff at live shows. Yeah, I hate to spoil this for you, but you did end up mentioning one song that you really enjoyed that I just realized they did not do live. So I hate to spoil one, but they did not do what you like. They didn't do that. Oh, one. really? Yeah, that was the only one That's that they didn't do. That's yeah, a, I'm the sorry. Only one? I wonder why, out of all the ones, because like personally, my least favorite track on the album is probably "Worlds Apart." Mm, yes, but it, it it it's kind of back to that same thing where I enjoy a lot of the Wallows. That is a little bit more pumped up, a little bit more energetic. And "Worlds Apart" was just like a really weird placing on the album for me because it splits up like two sections that I think were really, really building into like the crescendo of the end of the album with things like I'm full and remember when, mm-hmm. and I just didn't like how it kind of, it just slowed it down really far for me in a way that I just couldn't get into it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So kind of, and I, I noticed, you know, in your guys's reviews at get alternative, it, you guys have a different criteria on what you base on. So you guys have categories of disappointing, um, average, good, great, phenomenal, which makes it so easy. Um, so you chose good. What what made this album just good instead of great? And what made it good instead of just average? I think that after spending a little bit more time with it, I would probably bump it up to a great, just because I've had a little bit more time with the lyrics. I've had a little bit more time to let it sink in. But I think that the thing that keeps it from being phenomenal for me is definitely I wish that they had gone a little bit farther. Mm-hmm. I could tell that there were like maybe some risks that they wanted to take or maybe some topics that they wanted to dive into that maybe didn't feel as safe or maybe weren't approved by whoever they were going through with their album or their fan base is really young. So I know mm-hmm. that like it was probably a little bit more of a choice on um, target audience and types of things to keep it a little bit more family friendly, even though it does like take some risks, like on scrawny, like mm-hmm. saying MF or, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. And especially on a single was a little bit risky. And I appreciated that, yeah. but I wanted a little bit more grit. I wanted a little bit more honesty and a little bit more just going full on those tracks, like, ice cold pool dips into kind of like temptation and seduction and that kind of thing. And I wish that they had just let that thematic energy of like covering these deeper topics go a little bit farther than maybe doing another thing about like a high school relationship, like sidelines, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree. Um, and so I, I think I kind of agree as well that it was, it could have been phenomenal with that, you know, going a little bit deeper uh, with the lyrics because they have the potential to. They they have points and times where they, you know, they go deep. And like you said, Ice Cold Pool is one of my personal favorites, you know, that kind of goes deep like that. So you, I feel like you kind of mentioned it, but I feel like there's more that they could do uh, for the next album. Obviously, this, this was just their debut. So, like, there's obviously, mm-hmm. at least we expect more. I know all three are actors. I actually learned that on this episode. I obviously know Dylan's an actor. And I knew that Braden was an actor at some point as well. But I didn't know Cole was an actor as well. Cole Preston so like Mm -hmm. I know that they're all actors so we hopefully will continue this with their 
with them releasing music. So other than them going a little bit deeper with the lyrics, taking more risks, what else do you think they could do as they progress? They have they've released two new songs since this album that they just released. So what else do you think they could do to take this next step and elevate even more? Let's see. I wish that I could give you like some really technical stuff, but like I don't make music myself, so like <laughs> I can't really get into that. But I do just want to see them experiment a little bit more maybe with the format of their songs. It was a very kind of, hmm. you know, uh, first verse chorus, second verse chorus, bridge, yeah. chorus ending type of like pattern. And I think that they started to go away from that on songs like Do Not Wait, obviously, with like the monologue ending and things like that. And I thought that was a really interesting choice for them. And I'd love to see the kind of song structure that they did on Do Not Wait and expand that into the other more like heavier, rockier tracks and maybe take some take some more risks there and not have to just have the same kind of formulaic song choice, like song structure choices. I think that that'd be something that was really interesting. And I think that they have absolutely have the potential to do it because obviously they took the risk on do not wait. And I think that it personally paid off, even though it might be a little bit cheesy, mm -hmm. but I, I do, I want to see them just experiment a little bit more and kind of push those boundaries because I think that they have the support that will be intrigued by those choices. You know, I think that fans of wallows are very open to their sound evolving and their sound changing. And because it has since, you know, their first, since this album and the EEP, I think that it's changed and it's evolved. And I think that seeing them mess around a little bit more and get a little bit deeper and also just like stray a little bit from that formulaic line would be really, really neat. I also wanted to get into some of their influences. You mentioned the Smiths that they've credited multiple times as one of their influences. So if you were to compare, which I, I hate doing, but at the same time, a lot of my listeners are older as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a greatest hit station. So I try to compare and contrast. And that's what we're doing today. That's why we're introducing a new band that I really enjoy and why I enjoy them and why I think, you know, the older generation should give them a chance. So if you were to compare them to another band, maybe what they they may sound like them or they may their you know their whole persona might be like them if you were to compare wallows to maybe a band pre-2000 okay if you were to compare them to a band who would it be and why hmm okay well you're kind of delving into an era that i'm honestly not that super familiar with like i am more up to date on like what they sound like bands now but they do sound like the Smiths, and what I've listened to of the Smiths, they've kind of got that little bit of lo-fi in them, but it still yeah. is a very compelling, like, drum and riff, like, heavy thing. And I also think that, like, songs sound a little bit more sometimes like The Cure, like, just like Heaven. Ah. It's like a classic track, and I think that um, that has the same type of tone that Wallows follows. And... Um, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, most of the people that I can compare them to are post 2000s. I'm so sorry to disappoint on that. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that and that's what that's why they're so 
unique, I think. You know, they, they really yeah. don't. It's really hard to do. First of all, it's hard to find a genre to put them in. It's like it's pop sometimes. It's rock sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's alt rock sometimes. It's alt pop sometimes. It's bedroom pop sometimes. I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what genre to put them in. So that's why they're so special, in my opinion. That's why we're talking about them today. And that's why everyone, I advise everyone to check out your review, though, because obviously you go a little bit deeper and deep dive into this album. Nothing happens. So if anyone is interested, it's right down in the description. Go ahead and scroll on down and click it. But Olivia, before I let you go, uh, you got anything else coming up for the alternative or personally what you got coming up? Um, let's see. With the alternative, I do a series called Meet the Band. Um, I love doing that. It's kind of yeah. looking at artists all across the country that I get to meet up with. I interview them and it's kind of a throwback format to like early 2000s gossip magazines. I bring them a sheet. They fill it out, handwritten. We do a portrait and they add to uh, an ongoing playlist of songs that like is just good for windows down drives. Mm. So if you want to look up, um, say like get alternative, meet the band, you'll be able to read some about some of my friends in jail socks and insignificant other and other bands that I think that you should really be paying attention to right now that have the potential to blow up. And honestly, I think that they're going to, but that's my main thing right now. Um, everybody else get at get alternative is absolutely worth looking into all of the articles that they put out. We write about music that we care about, and that's the main basis of the music that we promote. It's just stuff that the staff loves. It's not, paid it's not backed by you know people don't pay to get on the site we just find music that we love and we reach out to artists and we talk about them and that's what i love about the site and honestly if you're going to support an independent music site get alternative is one to do it because it's led by great people great people are on the staff and i'm really lucky to be a part of it and i just love sharing that site with everybody that i can yeah, quick shout out to Eli Enos, who uh, is obviously one of the yes. one of the editors. Fantastic, and help me help me book you for the show. So, quick, sh- I feel like he deserves a shout out, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Eli is a genius. Right, <laughs> so well is just like so plugged into everything. And I know that Eli has a podcast called Endless Scroll, yep. where um, they interview like different industry people and things like that, and. I'll be on that in October, so nice. look out for an episode coming out with that. But everything at Get Alternative is fantastic, and follow them on Twitter, The Alternative, um, but it's at Get Alternative. And also, um, if anyone that is listening is from the Pittsburgh area, the 20th and the 21st, um, we are having our first festival mm. called Pit Gets Alternative. And it's a two-day festival. It's $35 for the two-day tickets. But we've got big names on there like Lauren Stevenson, um, some up-and-comers like Dogleg and Origami Angel, Mm. who I'll personally be with there doing merch and photos. So definitely come through to that if you can. Or even just look up the lineup and see some new bands that you should be really getting into right now. They're definitely doing what needs to be done in their communities and getting the music out that they believe in. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Olivia joining us here talking wallows. Nothing happens. And thanks earlier to Annie for coming on as well. Hopefully you guys got to know this band and hopefully you guys enjoy them. But Olivia, really appreciate you coming on. I got you on Twitter now, so I'm going to be following your work. All right. And I really appreciated you joining. I really appreciated you joining today. You were great. 
Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about this album. I love it. I love this band, and I think that everybody should give them a chance. Be sure to keep up with the Music Vibes podcast with DC Hendrix, presented by Neat 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 Records, by subscribing on everywhere podcasts are available. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Radio Public, everywhere podcasts are available. Make us one of your favorites by subscribing, and make sure to leave us a review and let me know what you guys are thinking of the Music Vibes podcast. That'll do it for this week, and until next week, everybody, be sure to spread some peace and love. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.